Pod. From outer space. What is up, party people? Welcome back to another episode of Killer Pod from Out of Space. I'm that guy, host, producer, the dude, pants wearer, extraordinaire, Jeff. <laughs> no. Is that just because I don't have pants on? That was kind of the gist, yeah. Sean's not wearing pants. Um, with me on as always. Trip, man. I'm sitting in a hotel room. Oh, God, are you away again? Uh, constantly. Oh, I thought you were back in the area. Where are you at now? I am in lovely Norfolk, Virginia. Ah, I heard there's some good bars in Norfolk. Yeah, I don't mind it. Cool, it's not man. a bad work trip. Well, that was a surprise. I had no idea. I'm sorry. Uh, but with me, as always, is my co-host, Vinny. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode. We got a War Games coming at you. And it's the Pretty, pretty Boy War Games. But on the hotline, you know Sean's here, pantless, in Norfolk. Gentlemen. And you know Brother Pete is, of course, on the hotline. What's in Pantless. the box? What's uh, in the box? What's in the box? So is it Norfolk or Norfolk? You don't Folk. pronounce the L, right? It's more like thick. Norfolk? Norfolk. Uh, Norfolk. Norfolk. Never knew that. I always called it Norfolk. Norf- Norfolk. I don't know why I called it, but... Uh, if you just kind of brush through it, nobody bats an eye. Just say Virginia. <laughs> yeah, Virginia. Ah, home of the whale. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. We got a big one tonight. Yeah, this is a, this is a Husker do. I'm a little worried. Nah, we'll be all right. But it's like, with this topic, we're not going to be like diving deep into these movies. Quick, quick overview, why it's there. We'll get through. But before we dive into that, let's do our episode beers. You want to kick us off, Jeff, with your Sober September selection? Oh, yeah. I got a big boy tonight. Uh, handcrafted in uh, somewhere. Oh, wait. Somewhere in Connecticut. Norwalk, Connecticut. Uh, Virgil's Handcrafted Root Beer. <laughs> Is that a good one? It's delicious. I've had it out of a keg before, actually. Oh. That's quite nice. I keep forgetting to make your root beer float. Mm. I get that vanilla ice cream. That'd be nice. Come October, I'm going to be a hot mess every day for all the days. <laughs> well, um, after that, you'll be due for a sober week or something to recover, and I'll make you a root beer float. Mm, I like it. Uh, you always make a boozy root beer float. Well, that too. You know what? Uh, just side note. I had thought Not Your Father's Root Beer kind of vanished off Is the face there. No, it's say. still around. They just changed the entire look of it. Hmm. Yeah, it looks that like was, that was all the rage it, for a while. It looks like a fancy vodka type drink. Like, I, I mean, the bottles still look the same, but like all the the labeling and stuff looks completely different. I haven't had it, but uh, Cape May Brewing Company came out with a Wawa peach iced tea. I like heard that. Tea. Yes. I heard it was banging. Mm, it's probably too late good. now. That sounds. I'm sure that, that sea isle iced tea is not very good. Yeah, Shane loves it. I don't, I'm not I don't a big like fan. it. Yeah. Anyway, Pete, what you got tonight? I am drinking from Three Floyds, 
Robert the Bruce Scottish style ale. Oh, love a good Scotch ale. We're getting close. Nice. We're getting close to that, that season. A... I want all yeah, it... the quads, all the Scotch ales, all the stouts, all the porters. Nothing else tastes like a Scotch ale. Yeah. So good. And it's delicious. A wee heavy, if you will. Mm-hmm. I don't see uh do do do. Yeah, I'm not seeing a percentage on here. It's cool. It's a cool label. Bottle. His shield is like shiny. Uh, his axe is shiny and has blood on it. Nice. Um, just to you, uh, movie people out there, who think because of they put it in Braveheart, Robert the Bruce did not uh, betray William Wallace in real life. Really? Yeah, that's movie bullshit. That's like. Uh... You know, Pat Garrett and Billy the Kids weren't friends. Billy the Kids, Billy the Kid. They well, that one they were friends. Yeah, the Wallace one. Because what what actually happened in um, so you know the scene, they throw William Wallace's sword into the middle of the field at the end. So, in real life, after Robert the Bruce died, uh, which was like he like he 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 freed Scotland from the British and all that, uh, and they carried in in like later battles and stuff after he died they carried his heart around in like an iron box and would throw it into like the middle of the battlefield so that was kind of like a representation of that that's pretty badass um yeah it's actually more badass than the movie Mm -hmm. yeah that's way more badass (laughs) yeah they actually came out with like a sequel to braveheart with the same dude that uh ian something that played um Robert the Bruce, and I never saw it, which is surprising, but hmm. um, yeah, it kind of flew under the radar. It came out a couple years ago. Hmm. Yeah, I think I it's just called that. the. Br- I think it's just called the Bruce. Um, anyway, <laughs> what a terrible name! For um, a movie. I'm, I'm going to start my. I'm going to start my own uh, uh, Scottish history podcast. Uh, if anyone wants to join, I dig it. We'll start the uh, Killer Pod Crew Network because I want to do one about like. Uh, off science and UFOs and stuff. So, we'll have a whole network going. Oh, yeah. Sean, what do you got tonight? So, I got a couple of places I like to check out when I'm down in Virginia. Shout out Bottle Box over in Ghent, outside Norfolk. But I picked up from Devil's Backbone Brewing Company the Guar Blood Geyser. Mm, mm. Brewed to the specific gravity of blood. It's a bright red bright red liquid and it's it's only it's an ipa but it's only five and a half percent and it is tasty that sounds super cool i like that all right i have a foreign objects selection tonight uh some powerhouses out of wanaki wisconsin it is the goddamn the sun imperial stout and i want to read this slightly lengthy description but this is badass this is a Foreign Objects Noir Ale, an intense dark ale made with oats, lactose, and a variety of strong dark malts. We bring this to you for the eternal moments when darkness and the void spaces of consciousness are only numb comfort to be found in a world of meat hooks and nothingness. Goddamn the mm. sun, goddamn the light it shines, and this world that it shows. Mm-hmm. That just makes oh, me yeah. excited about this beer. <laughs> Yeah, foreign objects. They're they're usually very uh, 
big hitters in the IPA game. I don't think I've had a stout from them, but I trust them. This, this should be a good selection. I'm pouring this in a glass. Sean, if you are near Alexandria or Herndon, Virginia, you should check out Aslan Beer Company. Yeah, Aslan's dope. Yeah. And Adroit Theory. But I don't know if you're near there. That's Maryland. I saw some no, that's Virginia. I saw some uh, Adroit Theory Richmond. beers at the store, but I didn't buy see any that I wanted to grab. <laughs> buy them. <laughs> buy them at a... mm-hmm. I'll I'll take a trip back. I've never had anything disappointing from them. Yeah, that's who those that's where uh, they got me into Necrogoblicon. Mm. Heavy Metal Breweries Reign Supreme. They got a couple of beers in the fridge from Three Notched. Uh, they do an Oktoberfest called Hansel and Kettle that comes in at an 8%, which I don't think I ever saw an Oktoberfest that high, and it's also mm. pretty tasty. Mm. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, if you are, like Jeff said, if you are near Aslan, I mean, they're like top, top tier. Mm-hmm. All right, Pete, you had something on the music front you wanted to mention? I do, because we are on the eve of the autumnal equinox. And when this airs tomorrow, my newest fall playlist will be released on Spotify. And it is called Woods Thou Like to Live Deliciously. (laughs) I'm and, on board uh, it was it was I, I uh, it was previewed to I think everyone enjoyed it uh, when we were hanging out Saturday afternoon at uh oh Camp Blood that was so, a goodie then um yeah it's it's a totally newly uh made new, newly concocted uh, playlist sometimes I just add and subtract this one started uh started from scratch about a month ago ish and uh. As of today, has 400 tracks on it. Damn. Yeah. Hope there's oh, some. Yeah. I hope there's some Turbo Negro in there. Oh yeah. yeah. Audience, you know I've mentioned before, Pete is top of the game in playlist creation. I all the ones he's created, I follow them all and I listen to them pretty much on the reg. Uh, be sure to go on Spotify and give that a listen. Another quick mention I want to do, just because of the date. As of recording, Wednesday, September 21st, it is Stephen King's birthday. Huh. So I'd like to wish him huh. a happy birthday. I feel like I heard that somewhere. I did see an abundance of posts with his creepy face. So um, <laughs> that <laughs> explains why. I didn't specifically see birthday, but yeah, that makes sense. Well, I got, um, I got nothing as good as creepy Stephen King face. <laughs> well, no. So so um uh I'm I'm longtime uh lifelong fan of Conan O'Brien and when he first premiered his show on TBS after the whole NBC bullshit, um he did a bit where he was like redoing the state quarters as a comedy bit and his main his main quarter was please help it's just us and Stephen King up here. <laughs> and uh, so I always think about that too. And it was just Stephen King's face. Right on. I have uh, something I want to mention. Just the Hellraiser trailer came out. It looks awesome. I'm excited. Very excited for it. Very, October 8th, right? Uh, 4th. 4th. Yeah, like super early in the month, which yeah. I was not expecting. We're going to uh, have so cool. much good stuff dropping. Yeah. I'm, I'm very, that's going to yeah, drop Hulu. on Hulu. Hulu. Yeah. Hulu. 
But uh, yeah, just man. for our regular listeners, we did have a little bit of a powwow, as my mother would say. Uh, and that racist? Mon- um, you know, it might be. Damn, eh, it's a meeting. It's fine. Is it? It might be a Native American term. I'm not sure. Indigenous um, Americans. We did not exchange any wampum. <laughs> we um, did smoke a lot right. of peyote, though. We did, and, and we, and we, we did smoke with these five. Um. Anyway, so yeah, we got together and we we orchestrated a little bit of a plan uh, going forward into October. So we should have some good stuff coming at you. Um, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, because uh, now because now I September, have September. We got stuff. Now I can kind of like watch random things for different lists at different times, and I don't have to binge and uh and like kind of like a uh, crash study we have a nice because uh, we because we have a little time nice two-month plan to finish up september and then as soon as we get into halloween season we're coming at you because the movies are gonna be coming hot and, and fast and we will too uh, that was weird uh, <laughs> always always do, uh, always do. <laughs> so, uh, gonna move past that one <laughs> Um, so here, here's that's the, gotta be a sound drop. Here's the deal. Tonight is uh, it's it, it's a wild one. Uh, just writing it down on a piece of paper was intense. War games, triple threat deathmatch. First triple threat, right? The first, yeah. The very first. Um, Johnny Depp v Brad Pitt v Leonardo DiCaprio. I don't know what the hell. You guys are gonna pull out tonight. Uh, this is intense. I can think of thirteen Brad Pitt movies that I'd put on this list. So, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> not so many Johnny Depp's, but that's me personal preference. Um, I want to have a there's preface. There's a specific era of yeah of, of his peak. I agree. Stuff, um, I agree. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I want to have a preface that I will not feel bad about any of my picks tonight. Don't. I'm not gonna take any of Pete's shit. This is my list that I love, and I don't care what you guys say. Yeah, my list. Sean and I were talking. Sean and I were talking. He's like, Vinny's gonna go really off the off the chart, isn't he? Straight, straight deep cuts. Yeah, I kept it mostly to the bottom of the list. I think, but then I I never know with you guys because I usually think it's a good pick, and then what the fuck? Where's Highlander? I mean. I don't think any of these guys are in Highlander. <laughs> Unfortunately, Highlander will not make this list. <laughs> Unless there was some sort of cameo I did not know about. I should have checked the TV series, but we're not doing TV series. So so when we do the... The 21 Jump Street is out. <laughs> <laughs> when we do the War Games uh, versus list, usually it's 1v1. We're doing a triple threat. The way this works is... Whatever gets the most on the list wins the war games, which made me think about we are usually focused on ranking, but I guess for these we shouldn't be. We should be focused more about quantity, getting the guy or the subgenre or the director or whatever that we want. I think it's recently become more about just making you angry. All that too. (laughs) There's Um, always, I, I feel like these always end up surprising to me because, like on past ones, when you think about like we did Bacon Swayze. And, and, you know, we, you come to realize when we make that list is that, like, Bacon has the quantity and Swayze has the quality. Not yeah. to say that Bacon no, doesn't you're, have you're absolutely quality right. Too. Yeah, I mean, you talk um, about a Swayze movie, it's like every everybody's seen most of them. 
Yeah. Then you got your bacon and you got your deep cut bacon, your early bacon. Mm-hmm. And the, yeah. Thick it's, cut. It's thick cut. Thick cut bacon. Hashtag free the bacon. Bacon. I think one of the guys on this list stands above the other two, but we'll see. We'll see how that shakes out. Um, two of these people have Oscars. Two, one of them doesn't. Mm-hmm. Not that that really matters, but. Alright, so we're, we're going with 13 here. Yeah, 13 picks. Pete, you're still holding on to Money in the Bank, correct? I am. Oh, boy. I have a feeling it's going to make an appearance. Tonight. I do, too. But with, Run, with October Pete coming up. Running down the ramp. It would be briefcase real, in hand. It'd be real ballsy to hold on to it till October because you never know. So here's the deal. I have a couple of really good trivia questions that I'm super proud of. And if none of you get these fucking things... I'm picking the order. Oh, <laughs> I like that. Wait, why haven't we done them in the past? Because that's a great. I'm just super proud of these because these are not from the internet. This is just off the top of my head. Okay. Like, all right. You got you boys ready? Ready. Yeah. Do it. All right. Do it now. Do it. Do it now. Question one. I'm gonna make... put that cookie down now. <laughs> Sorry. Recently, this actor has been attributed with advice to another actor. And that advice is, I quote, no hard drugs and no superhero movies. Leo. All right. Vinny. I thought you were going to have us do the quote. I was ready. No. Oh, my God. He, he nailed it. This <laughs> oh, is the first I, time Vinny's... I just, I just read that quote, too. Who did he say that to? Um... Uh, that, uh, Ezra Timothy Chalamet. There you oh, go, okay, Timothy Chalamet. Yes, that is correct. Yeah, that should have been the okay. that should have been just... the question. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> oh, don't worry. They get harder. Okay. <laughs> uh, what do you want, man? I would like quantity for this one. Vinny wants quantity. That's... Low list dumps. That's scary because quantity is thirteen and twelve, which means if we're gonna have some stinkers on this list. Oh no, we're not. <laughs> All right. Second question. Mm, they're very good. I don't know which one I want to do. All right. Brad Pitt purchased his first mansion from this horror celebrity. John Carpenter? No. Vincent Price. Cassandra Peterson, a.k.a. AKA Elvira. Uh, No shit. I was going to say Bruce Campbell. He bought it from her for a million bucks. All right. A million bucks? Something like that. I don't know. It was like back in like 92. Was it? Yeah, it was back in the early 90s. Yeah. It sounds like a townhouse. It was also Elvira's mansion. How big do you think it was? Uh, but it fit those titties. <laughs> <laughs> it, had to, it had to be pretty big. You ain't wrong. Uh, last question. Which actor died in Johnny Depp's Viper Lounge? Sean, this is the first time Pete has fallen down goes the king, but he has money in the bank. Yeah, uh, Sean, what do you want to do? You want to just be middle of the pack, boy, or you want the number one pick? Yeah, I don't want the pressure at number one. I'll, I'll play middle of the pack. All right. All right. Oh. Worked out for me in, in my... I mean, I didn't really want number one, but it, it's one more pick, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's you know, it is what oh, we, it is. Pete, Pete, you and I have the same amount. Yeah, I mean, Vinny gets the quantity. You're just one, and I'm, yeah. I got you. I get to go 11 instead. I'm glad everyone pays attention to me. No, I, I did write it down because I... <laughs> so here's how it's going to go, right? 13 picks. 13 and 12 are going to be Vinny. 
Sean's going to get 11. Pete, you're going to get 10. Then it's going to go back to Vinny at 9. That Sean pick will be 8. Then 7 for you, Pete. Goes back to Vinny. It just alternates after that. The, the, the quantity is 13 and 12. That's what you're getting. And for three boys, I don't know. This could be... It can go deep, or it can go into Vinny territory. We might be talking about Critters 3. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I was I was tempted, but I, I had oh, to... God, that's the last thing I wanted to hear. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, we are ready to start the War Games Triple Threat Deathmatch. First of its kind here on Killer Pod from Outer Space. Right, let me Much like it. Triple H, he's inspired me, you know? Mm. Oh, and also, if you're listening to this and you can think of another triple threat. Oh, bring them on. That you would like to hear, or another versus, hit up Killer Pop from Outer Space on Instagram. On okay. the Insta. Get up, stand up. All right. Pick number 13 is sent. Oh, I hate this part. Oh, God. <laughs> you scared to look? I'm nervous. All right. At 13, Vinny's going to start us off with a Johnny Depp joint from 1999, Sleepy Hollow. Ah, a Tim Burton joint for you. I also had it at 13. Oh, really? This is frightening because what the fuck do you have up higher on this list? (laughs) Yeah, this would not have made my list. Oh, this was this is higher on my list. Oh, uh, this would not have made my list at all. Uh, you know why? I love this. You know I why? I love this movie because it's basically just Beetlejuice. <laughs> well, anyway, I'm kidding. Continue. I'm kidding. Sorry. You guys don't. Vinny. So, Tim Burton joint. Uh, you have Johnny Depp as my favorite on-screen rendition of Ichabod Crane. Whoa, whoa! How many Ichabod Cranes have, you, have been? There's on a screen? lot of TV movies. Have you seen the Goldblum? No. What Wait, was the yes. Goldblum in? No, I have seen the Goldblum. I was just thinking of the old cartoon from like. No, there's movie. a lot of TV movies and miniseries. The Goldblum was. Seen, um, I haven't seen it in a really long time, but I used to rent it from my local library. Yeah, I forgot about that one. But I, Johnny Depp's strong in this in this role. Mm-hmm. I, uh, this is in his uh, wheelhouse era that we mentioned earlier. Uh, Christina Ricci's in it. You have. Uh, yeah, she is. Alfred from Batman. Uh, you have Walken. You're really just gonna Walken. You're gonna call him Alfred remember. from Batman. I mean, he is Alfred though. Jesus, he'll forever be Alfred. What's his name? Michael Blow. You're close. I mean, it's Michael, but I'm not. Come on, no, you're done. Yeah, fine, Alfred. Research. Wait, Michael Caine? No, no, not, not Michael, Michael Caine. The old one, the older one. Yeah, from like the first four. Yeah, yeah. Jeff's just looking at me miserably. It's not Michael either. It's Alan Napier. <laughs> No, that's not. No. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Anyway. um, And he got walking. Oh, I'm sorry. Wrong. Yeah, you're right. Michael Go. Michael. Yeah. Not bad. I I was saying Blau. Alan. Who's Michael Blau? Is that a person? Who's Alan? Oh, he's a kicker for the uh, somebody. (laughs) Alan Napier or someone too, but yes. Well, don't don't glare at me on uh, unjustly. (laughs) He's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. It's called Horror Hospital. It's so bad. So this has Tim, Tim Burton all over it, and we, we know about the Tim Burton and Johnny Depp uh, partnership, and he puts a real moody, spooky, uh, authentic take on this version of Sleepy Hollow. Uh, 
I haven't done it in a few years, but it used to be a steady rotation in my October Halloween watches. And I think it's deserving of a 13 spot, especially for Depp's uh, performance, which is important for this list. I'm not going to yeah, knock. I, I'm, uh, I'm right with you. I had this at 13. I think this is a great movie. Uh, it's still fun, even if we're a little bit older now, but like, I don't know. I remember watching this when I was a lot younger and not that it was ever scary, but there's a decent amount of blood in this movie. And some, it's PG 13, right? Yeah, it's definitely not R. So, uh, but it's a pretty good imagery and, you know, great atmosphere. Yeah. The, the Headless the, Horseman um, is, is cool looking. The scene, the, the, the fence post thrown into the church. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was intense when, when especially as a kid. Um, and I love the background that they go into with the Hessian soldier in this, and especially with Walken uh, in that role. Which I mean, it could have been anyone, but him, his just freaky face uh, makes it perfect. And I love me some Christina Ricci. Yeah, yeah, she's pretty. She's pretty. Is she gonna pop John, up on that uh, uh Tim Burton John, right? The new Wednesday series. Yeah, she's she's like the teacher. Or okay. Something. Yeah, I thought so. I, I thought I remembered her. Uh, yeah, she's definitely in it. Um, that's coming up October two. Yeah, soon. Yeah. yeah. They're putting um, out all sorts of like teaser posters and stuff. I don't think there's, has there been a trailer for it. I don't. Yeah, yeah I, haven't I haven't seen it. I haven't seen. I haven't even seen it. Mm-hmm. trailer i mean uh, netflix teaser. is crazy because they'll put a trailer out like on tuesday and then release it on thursday because I, I like that about netflix they don't drop too much info yeah like but, the stranger things they don't put out big trailers they're the thing that that um, butt hurts me about them is that they'll do that like soon as you sign on it'll start playing the trailer and you're like oh i want to watch this and you're like oh it's not out yet it'll be like, oh, available I hate, I, hate, I do hate that one thing i hate about netflix is that you can't just skim through Without it starting to play a trailer every few seconds. Yeah, that's enough. You can turn that off, apparently. Oh, really? In, yeah. like, settings? Yeah, I guess. I'm, I've never even bothered, because I generally just go... At this point with Netflix, I just go to documentaries and skim through. Mm. All right. Vinny's next pick is maybe the longest title in the history this of movies. Be, I don't know. I, I I have this much higher in my I list, don't even know who's in this. But I just want to make sure it gets this. The assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. Correct. Yes, at number twelve. Two thousand seven. Fuck that movie. What? <laughs> Are you serious? Pete, we can't get on the yeah. same vibe for movies for shit. I mean, I'd put it movie. on if I wanted to fall asleep. Ooh. So you don't like good writing and dialogue, and atmosphere, and performances by Brad Pitt and Casey Affleck. Oh, Casey Affleck's. Just take that one back. This is a um, Vinny's canceled. Modern John for Brad Pitt, 2007. Um, Western tale of Jesse James, but Brad Pitt plays Jesse James, and he's kind of the the secondary role. It's all about uh, Casey Affleck in this one playing Robert Ford, the coward. He. Uh, idolizes Jesse James and desperately wants to be a part of his gang, but then sort of gets some jealousy uh, and resentment for being second fiddle and ultimately plots Jesse James's demise. No spoiler, obviously, from the title. 
I think it's a great performance from uh, Brad Pitt being like the hero in the sense of it being Jesse James, but also like really vile in this and kind of a shithead in many ways. Um, and the dynamic between him and Casey Affleck is super strong. And I thought it was very captivating. I was not falling asleep at all. I've seen this a few times now. Uh, and I'm glad I stuck it in at the end because I probably would have gotten more daggers putting it up higher. It was number eight on my list. <laughs> no, I had it a little higher. It was a good movie. Uh, great cast. Great story. This movie's really long, though, isn't it? It is long. Really it is long. long. Um, I think it's... Uh, oh, it's two. I thought it was 220. It's two, two hours and 40 minutes. Um, you have Sam Shepard in it. You have uh, Sam Rockwell. Oh, you have Jeremy true. Renner. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a, a strong performance by all, and I think standout for Brad Pitt. It's a, it's a very different role than I think he's done before. Two hours and 40 minutes is way too fucking long. <laughs> it's 2.40. Yeah, right? I, I yeah, thought it was... Like, oh, it's it's long, yeah. Like It's, it's not yeah, something you pop in for a an afternoon yeah. watch, but... No, I think it's a good spot on the list for this one to land. Pete, Pete. You thought it was a snoozer, Pete? I think you guys uh, just talking about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I never sleep. finished it. I never even finished it. So, I guess I should watch it again. Try it again. It's... Well, if, you put, if you put it on last week, it's probably still playing. That's <laughs> half a work day. Make sure, like, you're not, like, you know, sleepy. Put it on for, for, for when you're, you're feeling spry. Don't smoke a bowl first. <laughs> Alright, who's that leave? Pete? No, we're up to Sean. No, that's me. Sean's pick is in at number 11. Another, not another Leo. The first Leo joint, Shutter Island. Mm, this was. Yeah, a I, so I didn't list. want to. Uh, what'd you say? A little higher on my list. Well, I had another movie that I was going to go with here, but I wanted to go with Leo because you guys went Johnny and Brad. So I want to keep it interesting at the bottom of the list. So, uh, brief synopsis of this movie. Um, uh, Leo is a federal agent, a world war one vet that's called to investigate this crazy psychiatric ward. That's on an Island off of Boston, I think. And, uh, he shows there and he shows up there. There's a woman missing. Gets to take a ferry to get there. Uh, he starts investigating it with his partner, who is uh, Mark Ruffalo. Um, but they're not getting much help from the warden or the, the people in charge of this hospital. And then, like, crazy shit starts to happen. And then you start to, it's like a mindfuck. You can't figure out exactly what's real, you know, whether the missing woman's real, whether, you know, the shit Leo is seeing is actually happening or not. Um, and it just gets crazier from there. Uh, so the Scorsese film, uh, one I really enjoyed, and I'm glad I was able to sneak it on the list here. Hello, Vinny, you said you had a little higher. Yeah, I mean, I, I think this movie a lot. I, I like how Scorsese went uh, <clears throat> pretty outside of his, his boundaries from his from his other 
filmography. Um, great Leo performance. Another one is very atmospheric. Uh, and it's a de- departure for him too, because this is kind of a more thriller. You know, I don't, I don't know what you would call it, but definitely, definitely thriller vibes. The only reason I think he did is like I don't think I don't see Leo doing a thriller like this unless Scorsese was attached. Yeah, which is fine. But yeah, I dig this one. I didn't have it much higher. At number nine, it wasn't a big difference. Yeah, uh, Ben Ben Kingsley is playing the, the the doctor. There's some other people in the cast, but mostly minor roles. The set design for this was really cool too. A lot of a lot of spooky imagery and shenanigans yeah, a lot going of his, around. Uh, his his weird a lot of weird dream sequences with his dead wife who you know a lot of uh murdered children scenes. yeah that, uh, that pretty, stuff yeah was, pretty fucked up that sequences. stuff was creepier than what was going on in the prison or the cycle yeah. or whatever um, yeah his dream sequences and flashbacks were real weird i like it so, so we got all through all three dudes Banging out the bottom of the list here. Yeah, I'm shocked. Where is it going to go? Who's going to win? Well, it's it's Pete's turn. And his pick at number 10 is a movie I've never seen and I don't know that I ever want to see. The oh. Curious Kate's of Benjamin Button. Wow. I, I didn't. I, this one didn't make my list just because... I was having a hard time. It would have it would have had to be higher for me. I don't know, but yes, I love this movie. Oh, you said it didn't make your list? No, just because. I mean, I was crossing off stuff and adding stuff, and then oh, I my was, justification. I I, no, was, honestly, I would have been surprised if it did. But then you said you loved this movie. Yeah, my justification was weird, but like, I felt like if it wasn't going to be high on my list, it wasn't going to be on at all. <laughs> so I have like. I think that this is a very hit and miss movie for a lot of people because it's also very long. Um, but there's a lot of good, like, life stuff in this movie. Like, uh, the whole thing with um, the daughter, like, in, in the hospital with her mother during Hurricane Katrina. And, like, finding out all these stories about benjamin and you know basically he's this guy that uh he's born old but as a baby and ages backwards uh and then there's like this sweet spot in his life where he's like the perfect age and kate blanchett's in it and i'm a sucker for kate blanchett mm-hmm. um she's great in this movie uh brad's great in this movie because he gets to play kind of all these different characters because he gets to play an old man and <laughs> young it's a really weird kind of thing and it's a very kind of uh um fantastical kind of story and he lives this this wild life because of like the situation he's thrown into uh um he's basically he's left he's born into a very affluent new orleans family but they think that he's like this freak because he's born wrinkled and, you know, the doctors look at him and be like, his, he has 
basically he has all the problems that a person who's like 90 years old has, but he's a newborn baby and he's left at the doorstep of basically a, a poor black family's doorstep uh, who run like a boarding house. Uh, and, uh, um, it's just, it's really good. He, it, you know, some people don't like it. I really, I really like it. And uh, like I, I said, did. there's a lot of good, there's a lot of good like life lesson stuff in there. A lot of good quotes. A lot of good, a lot of good stuff in this story. I didn't know uh, this one had any negative like tags on it. Or people have beef. Well, I think people, yeah, maybe not like this had some Oscar attachment or a yeah, lot of Oscar yeah, attachment. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Uh, I think people just, I think some people make fun of it just because it's kind of like a silly idea. It's a, it's a super uh, original concept. Well, what year was this, do you know? Um, it came out right around, because like the whole thing kind of wraps around Hurricane Katrina, so I want to say it's like 2008. I no, feel no, like, later, later than that. I feel like this was the time. It like, might, you know, it might not be Katrina, it might be another hurricane in, in New Orleans, but. I feel like this was the time, or the beginning of the time. It was 08 where we weren't getting a lot of original content. So I remember appreciating how like original this story idea was. Uh, yeah. Brad Pitt had to like do all kinds of different things that he hasn't done before. And he did it masterfully as always. And like you said, like the life lessons, the different uh, relationships and how they start and how they deteriorate. And oh, yeah. like, he also has a great, he also has a great like kind of short lived relationship with Tilda Swinton. Uh, she's great in this movie. Uh, he, uh, the actor, you know, he's like kind of one of those guys that like you'll recognize. He was in Mad Men and all this stuff, and he's like plays a sailor covered in tattoos, and he and he he's in it. He's really good in it. Um, but uh, yeah, I love when uh, I think it's when he meets when Kate Blanchett is like staying at the boarding house, and she's like, "How old are you?" And he's like. Seven. Better look a lot older. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that part. Um, yeah. So uh, thought I'd sneak this one in. Uh, there's just a lot of good stuff to keep to come. So I I don't know if I could put it higher. I don't know how original it is though. When did Robin Williams Jack come out? <laughs> it's, it's not like, the same though. But it's reverse. It's it is the same, just reverse. Well, going from like birth to death, though, and all the well, stuff in between. Yeah, yeah. Jack, Jack just like he grows up really fast. Right, and then he dies at like. I don't even think he's he's out of grade. He's school. like eight. He's like eighteen. Uh, he grows so he, up really fast. He's aging backwards. He's uh, turning into a baby as he ages. Oh, he lives a full. He does live yeah. a full life, and then he does end up turning back into a baby, like a newborn. Hmm. Then what happens? That's weird. Uh, got, well, that's the thing is that. He has this kind of ongoing like thing, kind of like Forrest and Jenny, where like he and Kate Blanchett keep running into each other at different points in their life, and there is a point where they're the per they're actually the same age, and they're the same age. Like he's aged backwards to the same age, and she's aged up to the same age, yeah. and they have this good thing. But then, you know, stuff life happens, and then eventually, as an old woman, spoiler if you haven't seen it, she ends up having to take care of him like a grandmother until he dies. Yeah. As well, an infant. It, it's, uh, 
it's it's, it's not weird. really quite like it, it's, it's not really quite covered, but like I'm assuming, do you have to assume that he eventually turns back into a sperm? Well, he actually crawls back up into Clay, Kate Blanchett at the end of the movie. It's gonna snuggle up in here. Yeah, I mean, at least yeah. Yeah. Robin Williams just gets old and talks to Bill Cosby. <laughs> uh, I guess I guess we uh, can't watch that movie anymore. Anyway, number nine is a Vinny pick. All right, hold on. I, this is the one I think. Uh, I now get. He's, he's well. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not going back. But this is stressing. the one. I, he's stressing. This is the one I might get in trouble for. All right. Well, it's another Leo joint. From 2006, Blood Diamond. Yeah. Do you see a diamond? Yeah. Yeah, nobody seems to be I had it on my list. Um, I go to KB. Yeah, we had a bus driver that was this dude in college. <laughs> uh, not Leo, but his uh, counterpart in this. I, I don't want to butcher the actor's name. I really like him. He's in... He's a, he's a that I can, guy. I can say I can say what it is. Oh, yeah, good. His name is Digimon MC. Yes, I like him a lot, and I always forget. Like, oh yeah, Digimon, like the cards. Um, Digital monsters. Digimon have the power. He's a he's definitely a that guy. Um, he's in all kinds of stuff. He and I I always like his performance. He's a great actor. I love that. Him guy. and Leo in this were, I think, just like dynamite, like awesome together, like and just fed off each other. Um, it's like a very much like an African story with you know uh, blood diamonds, like the title says, and and the struggle with having to harvest these things and get no reward for it, and they're abused and get little to no pay, nothing out of it. Uh, and Leo is a like a smuggler conning terrible thief person and these two coming across each other and becomes a chase thriller cat and mouse deal with uh them having this diamond with uh digimon digimon yeah um solomon is his character having this diamond and leo like helping him but also helping him for his own benefit back and a lot of back and forth with leo being uh a turd and also helping Solomon, and this I mean, one gets he's pretty much—he's pretty much a piece of shit the whole time. He's just pretending not to be until he redeems himself. Yes, end. it takes—it takes pretty much the whole length of the movie from redeeming himself. What you, uh, at least, uh, even after like rewatching this, like you're not really bought in that he's going to redeem himself. You expect it, but he's such a piece of shit the whole movie that like. Yeah. You start to wonder, like, is he going to just be a piece of shit the whole movie and not help Solomon out or redeem himself? Um, I like the, like, how authentic, like, uh, it felt, like, on location and the looks of it. Um, what the Leo else? nails the accent, too, and it's not an easy accent so, to do. That's where I was wondering if you were going to... Because you've been to South Africa, a, a, a lot of people have issue with his, with the accent he does and say it's trash. Uh, I think he does it pretty well. See, all right, good. I feel better about them. Because I thought he nailed the accent. I mean, I don't. I haven't uh, had a conversation with many South Africans, but I I thought he did fine. But uh, I've heard it come up on some other podcasts or uh, reading like about the very few negatives of Leo's career and this. 
this movie and his performance and his accent gets brought up a lot. Mm. Even though it has, it still it still has high scores on IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes and all that. Uh, I don't know if this was any Oscar nominations. I thought he was. I thought this was like the because there was basically like basically a unless he didn't make a movie that year. Yeah. For like ten years in a row, he was nominated for, Best know. Actor. Uh, yeah, Digimon. basically starting, it was like, he wasn't, I don't know that he was nominated Best Actor for Titanic, but it was like any movie he did after that, Aviator, this, like, you know, da 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 it was like he was nominated and didn't win up, up until The Revenant when he won, but. Yeah, him him and um, Digimon, Digimon were uh, nominated and uh, also nominated for editing. Okay. But yeah, I, I really yeah. like this Leo performance, and especially the dynamic of them two together. Uh, there's a lot of intense scenes with like them yelling at each other, uh, but also like them bonding. It, it was good stuff all around. And then like the action and the thrills of it were good too with all the, the chasing and. Yeah. That scene where Digimon is like straight up, like spit coming out of his mouth. Like that's one of the most genuine, like, how do when you he, get there? When he like drops his pants there as an actor. Do you do you see a diamond part? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like beating his chest, and it's like that's one of those like how do you get there like as an actor moments like <laughs> like pure rage, pure. Well, they rage. were like they were as best they could, and it was like that was pretty early on in the movie. Like in the short time they had to build the tension and stress of what these people were going through, like harvesting and finding these diamonds. And the scrutiny they were getting to make sure they weren't stealing the diamonds. Um, they did a pretty good job building up to like why he had that meltdown. It was yeah, good stuff. All right, well, I'm glad that everyone concurred with that one. I thought the the daggers. It wasn't. It, this isn't on my list, but I'm not mad at. It. Where'd you have it, Sean? Uh, well, my list is kind of all over the place. I think I had it at eight, but it wasn't really hard set anywhere. I gotta stop I haven't, fixating on the numbers. Like, the numbers really don't matter for this one. I haven't seen this movie probably since it came out, but I liked it a lot at the time. It's not on cable as much. It used to be on cable all the time. Yeah. And it was one of those ones if I was scrolling and it was on, I would always leave it on no matter where it was at. I feel like this is one of those ones that when we would, we would sit in Jerry's basement and get drunk in college, mm. Blood Diamond would come on all the time. Yeah. Sean, you're up, right? Yeah. Yeah, Number I eight. sent my pick in, and I feel, I don't know, I'm a little little nervous about this one. A little nervous. Okay. This is interesting. So at number eight, Sean has selected Legends of the Fall. Oh. I'm getting looks like, what is this movie? I know <laughs> it, guys, but I have to admit. Have you guys seen this movie? So uh. I'm ashamed that I haven't seen it because... It, I mean, I know it's one of uh, Brad Pitt's most loved movies, and it's right in my wheelhouse of genre and like time period and history. And I, for some reason, I just haven't seen it. It's a uh, it's peak Brad hunkiness too. <laughs> hunkiness uh, or hunkiness? Hunky. I thought he said honky. I said I don't think oh, you can hunky. get much wider. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. I mean, he's a he's peak heartthrob in this film. Okay. 
Pete. I, mean, I, I love a handsome Brad. I'm. You gonna boot it? No. You boot it if you want. No, because honestly, the only reason that I would boot this is because it's my number one. Oh. Oh no shit. And I'm like, do I boot it just to put it back on the list that I'm not going to? Oh, now I, I feel bad. I, I was worried. I love this movie. I was so worried that this was not going to make the list because this I, is like a drama. This is, this is a drama romance. Though. This movie, this is like top 10 all-time movies for me. Oh, hell yeah. All oh, right. Shit, I gotta now watch I don't, this. Now I, don't, now I don't feel so bad. I feel Although worse I feel about a little bit bad that it. I threw it at eight. I was worried that this wasn't going to land in the top five, and I wanted to make sure it got on the list. We're I'm, lucky I'm that there's a here. lot of other movies I can put at number one. There's plenty. Oh, Goddamn, this movie, this movie's awesome. Uh, so, uh, you know, a little synopsis: It's about three brothers that live on a farm in Montana with a a war-torn Anthony Hopkins. Um, he's got. There's a bunch of like families and stuff that live. There's Indians on the farm uh, and a couple other families, and they raise cattle and herd horses and shit. Uh, the three brothers, well, one of the brothers falls in love with a woman, and then he gets swept up in this World War One drama, and then all three brothers, because he's the youngest, they decide to go together. Um, the one brother ends up, well... Benny, I don't want to spoil it for you, but basically all three brothers are in love with the same woman and the Sound story. Bicycle. Yes, yes. The and it's kind situation. of, it was kind of, it was fucking weird, but all three brothers fall in love with the same woman and she lives it in the house with the dad. That's uh, awkward. <laughs> well, early 1900s, I guess. It yeah, makes sense a, when you watch it. It's like, it's, uh, yeah, they go to, so, what I like about this movie, amongst other things, is that similar to another movie that is one of my favorite movies, um, it actually is my favorite movie, Forrest Gump. It it hits. It's also it's a war movie, but it's also not a war movie. Like there's a there's like a thirty minute period of this movie where they're in World War One. Like it reminds Forrest me Gump, in, in Forrest Gump. There's thirty minutes where he's in Vietnam or more. It, um, it reminds me of Braveheart almost in that respect, which admittedly was more of a war movie, but it yeah. It's also a love story at the same time, which this kind of is. Brad Pitt in World War One takes scalps and and attaches them to his person. He sure does. Um, he also cuts out a heart at one point. Yep. Yep. And wears it around his neck. And, yep. Um, Damn. So uh, I've also so I've read the book too. It's a short story. Um by uh, Jim Harrison, who's a, a poet author. Um, he's also was friends in the end, in the end of his life, because he was much older, um, with Anthony Bourdain. Uh, he was kind of a... Uh, he was actually featured in the Parts Unknown Montana episode. Um so he's just kind of like a Montana ruffian kind of guy, drunkard, uh, wrote th wrote this short story, which they turned into the movie. Um, and the book's really good because I've seen the movie like 50 times before I read the book, but it's a little different. But it's nice because 
I like that because they they follow it pretty close. And when you do that, you can you can hear the voices of the actors. You can see their faces when you read the book. Um, Anthony Hopkins gives a damn per, near perfect performance in this. Uh, uh, Brad Pitt is the, uh, yeah, he's a total hunk in this in this movie. Um, and there's so one of the things one of the things is that they um, so this is a period in, in us history. Uh, uh, Anthony Hopkins was in like the, uh, early, like, uh, I guess he was probably in the civil war. Uh, and yeah, they talk about it a little bit. I, they said, that, and he's, uh, and he's friendly with, with native Americans. His best friend is this, in the, yes. in the, this native American named one stab and his kids, um, or his daughter also lives on the farm. And there's this whole thing with like them having to hide when some pe- people from town come around and, and one stab. Um, uh, so, so Brad Pitt's character is like the, the middle child. He's kind of the, uh, his name's Tristan. He's the, he's kind of like the, you know, uh, trouble child. And he's kind of half raised by one stab. So he's kind of like this half, even though he's just totally, uh, white. He's like, he's got these like, Native American tendencies. That's why he takes scalps of these Germans that he kills in World War One and stuff. But um, yeah, I could go on about this movie forever. But um, definitely watch it. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm glad it's. Def- I'm glad it's on the list for sure. No, I, I, I was a little worried like a just because it's a drama. Oh, I'm a, I'm a and drama it, guy. Yeah, I know you well, are. I'm, I'm very much into a drama. Hmm. But it's also like it's you know like I said it's. It's also a war movie a little bit. So. Oh, it's a, yeah, it's an acting clinic. Uh, cinematically, it's a really awesome. Uh, it's really like really awesome shots. Brad also fights a grizzly bear multiple times in this. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I think that's how yeah. I want to go out. This movie, this movie's wild. Good film. All right, now uh, I need to figure I, out. Uh, I need to watch this. Since I was talking so much, now I need to figure out what I get. You can do, get do, Steph do. in on this one. Steph will like this movie. Oh yeah. Hmm. She probably saw it and will say I'm an idiot for not seeing it. I feel like there's a hold. Of, so I'll, I'm at. Hold where am I at? Here, seven. Yeah, you are at seven. What? You do, like where it's do, going so far? Do 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 do. do. What? You don't like where it's going so far? No, I was going to say there's a better Brad Pitt, Anthony Hopkins movie. Oh, not on my list. What? Didn't make mine either. We all are silly. There was a TV series coming though. Yeah, I also did. Really? I also didn't. I also didn't put it on my list. Oh Jesus Christ! You guys are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven's in. It's from Pete. So this is why I don't like Johnny Depp because we. Getting this kind of uh, similar thing. Uh, Pete's pick at number seven is From Hell. Yeah, it is similar. I had them both on my list, though. <laughs> What's but, it but you know to? what I mean, right? Yeah. yeah. It's a period it piece, kind of, right? Yeah, well, what else it's, is on here that was a it's period It's very piece? similar. It, it has <laughs> comparisons to Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. Yeah, but... It, but it's Jack the Ripper, so... Yeah. 
That's just my one gripe. This, this to me is a proper like horror movie almost, and, a, and the other one's a folk tale. I agree. I I have no problem. I had on the list. I like this one because it's super violent, and yeah, yeah. I just wait. It's Jack the Ripper, London. He's a opium addict uh, detective from the states, rolling his own cigarettes. He does a good job with the opium stuff too. Yeah, because he probably did plenty of opium. Probably rolls at his this own point, cigarettes. He, at this point, he had already uh, done Fear and Loathing, did, and he lived in Hunter S. Thompson's basement. So, like, basically, he crossed <laughs> off every drug on that on the list. So, um, what year was this? Sorry, ninety nine, ninety seven, ninety nine. That, that mm. ah, so like in the same year as Sleepy Hollow, or the same same couple years. It was a little bit later. It was uh, one. Oh, okay. Um, so the only thing I don't like about this movie and I was telling someone about it and it's very similar to another movie that we'll definitely talk about whether it makes a list or not um, an actress that was is gonna is in the movie that shouldn't and in this one it's Heather Graham is this prostitute and I think it's just because like she's she was like popular at the time yeah she a, was like the it like girl hot, yeah. as a hot actress because she had been boogie nights and she had been in awesome powers spy who shagged me but like she's not a good actress so like for a movie with kind of um a lot of strong roles like this movie uh you are strong acting performances because you have johnny depp you have Brendan Gleeson, I think, uh, who is, uh, oh no, 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 I'm sorry. It's Robbie Coltrane, the guy who played, um, the Russian in the Pierce Brosnan, James Bond movies. And then you have Ian Holm, AKA Bilbo Baggins. Um, so yeah, I mean, and anyway, so you got Jack the Ripper, uh, Karen hookers up cutting out their parts in London and you got Johnny Depp trying to figure it out. I like it. I haven't watched it in a long time. Maybe it doesn't stand up, but you, uh, um, you show this one. I watched it. I never, I've never seen it. And you, uh, we watched this one together. And... This was one of our like Sunday night movie nights. Yeah. And eating cat, eating cat Chinese food. Yeah. In Providence. The worst Chinese food. Dude, they're the, there was a legit a couple of times we got that, and I was like, this is actually cat. I have no doubt yeah, about it. The there's, texture is There's no nice. meat that has this texture. Um, Allegedly. Other than cat. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've uh, I've seen this since then, and I dig it. I like the, the Jack the Ripper time period aspect of it, the atmospheric aspect. Um, Johnny Depp doing the whole addict weirdo but super cool and cunning at the same time so like playing himself which he's done <laughs> uh, obviously it's his thing and this was in in you uh, can say that about brad pitt though in a lot of movies too no i would say brad pitt and depp repeat the same style or type of roles much more than leo does yes yeah more than leo for sure 
But they, they do it a lot, both of them. Depp more so. Depp to the point, well, I'll save it. But, um, yeah, I dig this one. All right, right on. Uh, so that brings us Top to... Top six, huh? Yeah, number six. Um, back to Vinny. And we got another Depp pick in. Uh, this one I don't think is going to be very controversial at all. 2001's Blow. Mm. This, this was what I was... I was thinking about putting this at five, depending on how it went. So I'm yeah. glad I did that. This is I got it here. probably, is definitely in close competition between another movie for my favorite debt. Uh, I love this movie. This movie was like a huge part of my teenage years and early 20s. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I love the debt performance. We watch it's, this in college all the time. It, it's so good. It is. It's been done so many times since and before, and another actor uh, that we're covering tonight has done this topic of a rise and fall of somebody, and I think this is done with the rise and fall pretty flawlessly. I mean... This one's worse. Worse, like... Like, sadder. Yes, yeah. It's brutally sad, uh, but as he's rising, you're, like, becoming, like a fan of the character and then when he's at his peak you're like loving every minute of it and on board and then the fall just like hits you and you're just you're feeling every bit of the downfall um do we need a synopsis i mean ray liotta kills it in this movie anytime there's like that uh like the dad that doesn't want to see the wrong like that's like that tugs on the heartstrings so hard. And, uh, yeah, that, that it's whole a, dynamic, it makes the movie great. Um, very loosely based on the real life story of George Jung, uh, involved with the Medellin cartel and Pablo Escobar and bringing cocaine to America. And how you can imagine, like he had all the riches and then it all came crashing down. Uh, Isn't there like a quote in this movie? He's like, if you did cocaine in the United States between like, like 1990 80% and 80% chance it came from him. Yeah, yeah it's, it's insane. crazy. Um, Penelope, Penelope Cruz as a love interest wife is just fan- nuts. fantastic and nuts in this movie. Yeah. Um, Paul Rubens is awesome as like one of the one of his crew. Um um, I can't remember the name of his his partner. I mean, it, um, it's uh, Diego, but I can't remember the actor's name. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Georgie, I looked it up. Georgie Molia, Molia, yeah, whatever. He was in uh, Bad Boys too. Yes, you, yeah, great villain in that movie. Um, he was awesome as like, like the partner and best friend that just like stabs him in the back in the worst kind of way, like brutally. Um, it's so good that the one scene where they're, uh, like <laughs> testing a batch of Coke, like for how pure it is. And I don't even know who the dude was. I think he's just like a bartender. He just happens to be there. And he's like, I can't feel my face. I mean, I know it's there, <laughs> but I can't feel it. <laughs> it was, I can't feel it. It was from um, the inside. Oh, it's that dude. He's uh, another, that guy. He's in, he's in a lot of comedies. Uh, he's got the funny like voice. 
I'm not even hit his voice. But, Shit. Yeah. Um, great story. Great Boston accent performance out of Johnny Depp. Uh, he felt so genuine to the role. Again, in his wheelhouse of awesomeness that was really early on. And I love this movie. I'm glad you guys concur. I mean, I, I figured this one would be a top for all of us, but I just wanted to make sure it didn't get left off, so put it at the old number six. But I do want to mention, before we go further, we'll see how this list shakes out and who wins, but Johnny Depp, strongly for me, hasn't had a performance that I like since Pirates of the Caribbean Curse of the Black Pearl. That's a long run of movies I don't care about for an um, So not not a movie I'm going to talk about for the list, but did you see the one where he plays uh, Whitey Bulger? Yeah, I mean, it was... I, okay. I, I went in with like really high hopes and expectations, and it was yeah, okay. Yeah, it's all right. I mean, that, yeah. I, that's probably the last one I cared about, but wasn't blown away by his performance. I mean, recency bias, he hasn't done anything for me. Like... The recent Tim Burton stuff, I don't care. Especially the uh, Alice in Wonderland stuff. Like, ugh. Oh, and I hated, I hated his Willy Wonka. Yeah, Willy Wonka, nope. Like, way out on that. He just got weird. But then, like, I actually came around on Johnny Depp with the recent trial stuff. I was like, I, I like Johnny Depp again because... I could give a shit about that. Because honestly, like, you're just, no one comes out on top in that, regardless of whether he gets awarded money. You're dragging yourself through the mud. You're dragging her through the mud. It's just like, it's this celebrity bullshit. Uh, It's not like he needed the money, you know? He just wanted revenge on her. And, like, that's just as toxic as her shitting in his bed. Mm, It seemed like she deserved it. Yeah, she's a cunt, but he's a douche. So, whatever. Per depth. Did, did you guys, not to steer away from that, did you see Rango in about no, 2011, his animated movie? I always I heard really I, good things about it. Yeah, I heard that. it was good. Uh, but I never saw it. But anyway, with Blow, I mean, I think, um, it, I think it is my favorite favorite one of his movies. But, uh, oh, yeah, shout-out to Ethan Supley, a.k.a. Frankie the Enforcer. It was his first partner in the beginning when they're selling pot. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a ton of people. Emma Roberts plays his daughter. If you can, you know you, you know who I'm talking about? Yep, Emma Roberts, yep, she's, yep. like, actress, big actress now, sort of. She's so, sort of big. Um, yeah. That's um, great stuff. I guess is this is this mean I'm up next? Uh, number five, yeah. No, no, no. It's, it's no Sean, Sean. is Sean. Oh, yeah. Sean. No, it's Sorry. me. So Sean sent me his pick a little bit ago. His dick. His dick. Dick pick, actually. Um, Send my dick. He wrote his pick in the dick pick. It was pretty impressive. Because uh, <laughs> it's, it's it's a big title. Must be a short. Uh, I'm gonna say it must be a short title. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's a, a short one. short title. <laughs> it's a big one. Um, but if you were to list the cast of 
big name celebrities in this. It would not fit on anyone's penis. Uh, <laughs> number five coming in from Sean, The Departed. Oh, mm. it could have gone higher, but I want to keep the list even. We've already got a couple of Brad's, a couple of Johnny's, and I seem to be on a Martin Scorsese and Leo picks uh, spree. So it is a great partnership. This is a great fucking movie. One that we watched a ton of when we were younger. This uh, movie is nearly flawless. It's the only reason I think it maybe goes a little lower on this list is because it's more of an ensemble cast. But uh, Leo fucking shines in this movie. He steals the movie. Uh, yeah, he's so good. Uh, but likewise, Matt Damon, Mark Wahlberg, Jack Nicholson, Hell Martin Sheen. Uh, there's so many good actors in this movie. Do you want to be a uh, cop or do you want to act like a cop? <laughs> I'm tired from fucking your mother last night. <laughs> Dude, oh my God. He's like, so he's like, maybe, maybe fuck yourself. <laughs> you got, do you have an informant? In the crime family, maybe. Maybe fuck yourself. Alec Baldwin so has a lot of good lines in this too. Like with the, the camera the camera being in the wrong spot and he just like beats the shit out of that dude. Oh yeah. Uh this this movie's endlessly quotable. It was iconic. They had the dropkick Murphy scene at the end when they're mm -hmm. you know, it becomes a car the car chase. Really, the only flaw is, uh, and I mean, the utmost respect and one of my favorite actors, but Jack Nicholson's accent is pretty horrendous. Yeah. Um, this movie, like, when it's supposed to make you feel uncomfortable, you feel uncomfortable. When you're supposed to laugh, you're supposed to laugh. When you're supposed to be shocked, you're shocked. Like, it does everything. Um, and the fact that this is the first movie that Martin Scorsese won an Oscar for. Which is insane, insane, but very deserving. Because is it better than Goodfellas? Yes. No. No. Yeah. I don't, I it's, don't know. Okay, it's e it's even. Even. I'll, I I'll, love I'll, I love Goodfellas. I love Goodfellas. Even. I don't mean to make it at all seem like I'm shitting on Goodfellas. He should have won for Goodfellas. I don't know what won instead of Goodfellas. He should have won for Goodfellas too. But dude, when Jack Nicholson's sitting in the porno theater and pulls out the giant dildo. <laughs> The uh, Jack Nicholson. I mean, I know we're here to talk about Leo in this, but Jack Nicholson with the the girls and the cocaine when he just like throws it at him. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, as far no, as but this as, is such a this is such a fine Leo performance. Uh, you know he, you know they're trying to figure out who the mole is in the department, and you know they keep you well they don't really keep you guessing because you're in on it the whole time, but. He does the Leo fucking sells it. He does the balance of tough guy, uh, paranoia, sensitive guy, all kinds of different like personalities and emotions. He just nails all of them, and the the relationship with him and uh, uh, Vera Farmiga, Farmiga is just awesome. Like, so this movie is interesting because. Like I recognize the 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 performance as great, 
But when I look at this movie and the first time I saw this movie, I fucking hated Leo. And I was cheering for Matt Damon. Yeah, well, the movie kind of like it pushes until, you the, until the aim, it does, until the yeah. end, it, yeah, yeah. it trains you to go that way. Because yeah, it trains you to go that way because you're like, because you're like he's fucking stealing his wife. Yeah, you he's know, a home like, wrecker. But the, and then you're also like you're also like you're seeing him with with like exactly what you're saying when he's in this like mental struggle of like, and it's kind of like, you know, like is he where he's like is am i am i in this gang or am i a cop kind of thing yeah and you're just like and you're, you're sitting there like just quit being a fucking pussy um and i don't think we i don't think we're spoiling this movie that came out no if you haven't seen this movie you're a fucking idiot yeah but when leo leo's death scene in this movie shocking. is so fucking sudden yeah oh yeah shocking that elevator door opens and he just gets popped in the head is nuts the only thing Maybe more shocking was Mark Wahlberg doing justice. Yeah, doing yeah. justice. Oh, that was awesome. Martin Sheen comes flying off the roof at one point. Was also pretty. Oh yeah, the blood spatter. Um, mm-hmm. Funny how small of a role Mark Wahlberg had in this movie, considering it was a Boston movie. Yeah, but he was, you know, he was just very supporting. But now, you know, but but great amongst you know film lovers like ourselves. People hate that closing scene, and I, I get the cheesiness of it, but I don't get like the vile hate of that scene. Why? With with the, why, the no. Rat. Why do people hate it? I don't know. I, I I guess it was too on the nose. But this is another oh, one please. that I've, I've heard talked about in other podcasts and read plenty of articles about it. Like whether it be directly about the movie or talking about uh, Scorsese's <laughs> work, whatever. But that scene is hated in the movie community of either fans or critics. I, and I, well, I guess it's because of like how on the nose it was with the whole rat thing. But I was like, Jesus Christ, not that big of a deal. Like, I mean, I get it was a little on the nose and cheesy, but good lord, it's a fun little bookend. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't have to with too it. much. Too much shit with that. I don't know why people hate that. I mean, it's kind of hinted at throughout the movie that he's on to Matt Damon. Like, he has no proof, but kind of knows he's the reason that they're yeah. finding out all the shit they're doing before they do it. Yeah. And then like, he, has- he literally looks at him at one point when they all turn their cell phones off. And he's like, they all turn their cell phones off. And he looks at Matt Damon and goes, oh, I wonder how they knew how to do, like, knew to do that. Yeah, uh, props to Matt Damon for T9 texting in his pocket. That's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, also, uh, this so this was very clearly pre-smartphone because they there's such an emphasis on every flip open of the phone. Yeah. It's so loud. Yeah. It's so loud. <laughs> Dude, the when the phones buzz in this movie, like you legit think it's your phone. I remember like yeah. all the time like looking in my pocket like, oh, that, oh no, it's the movie. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the flip part's a good point. It flips open, you're like, is my phone supposed to sound like that? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so yeah, not mad at it at all. I didn't put it on my list because of the ensemble aspect, but like, I mean, it doesn't matter to me. This was the only one on my list that is sort of ensemble. Well, the most ensemble. 
Ensemble. Okay. So what? Ensemble. What's the? Uh, hold on, I got it. I got it written down here. So I'm at four now, right? Yes, you are at four. Yeah. I'm at four, but I also have one. Mm-hmm. So whatever I go with, whatever I go with, a two is going to dictate whatever one is. Well, I really hope what I plan to put at one. I really hope nobody else picks. I think we probably have the same one in mind. But I'm not picking my. I have a backup here that one of you might pick also. So goddamn. What's your goddamn? I got four movies for four spots left. All right, I, I. Fuck it. I'll put this on here. Don't worry about it, because I'm going hard in the paint on my number three. Hmm, okay. So number four. This would have been lower on my list, maybe. I, I don't know. I just kind of went with it. That's fine. It is. Roll it. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Janet Dip. Feelings? Uh, it's, on, it's on my list, but lower. But this performance is something else. That It's I... not so much even the performance. It's what... It's the lore of what in, went into it, too. I don't think... like, But with that lore, I don't think another actor could have done this. I can't think of one. Yeah. No. I mean, like, I don't know exactly what the length was, but it was, like, months that he lived in Hunter S. Thompson's basement, like, dropping acid and just drinking, like, a quart of wild turkey a day. <laughs> and, like... Wait, so people don't do that regularly? Like, that was... <laughs> um... Let me tell you about the last couple of years of my life. Mm-hmm. And it's really like it's put it's bringing this book to life in like a way that I mean, this book, it, everything about this book is true. And but they won't publish it as a they will only publish it as fiction. They won't put it because of how wild it is. This book is published as a work of fiction yeah and instead of um, <laughs> instead of journalism so that alone is wild um the whole like you know we're so so many miles outside of barstow we have half a tank of gas the you suitcase. know this this suitcase full of mescaline two quarts of whiskey like all that stuff it's like it's totally wild two the ether. this movie yeah. inspired me to do ether which I don't regret. <laughs> I yeah. Um, I always love, um, and I quote it all the time. Anytime I see someone parked somewhere ridiculous, I, is this not a reasonable place to park? Because he just parks like in the middle of the strip, like on on the hotels, like that scene um, and the lizards in the casino scene are probably yeah. my two favorite. Yeah. Well, I think they go one and the same. I think they they did the ether, they parked the car, and then they and go then he walks the, into that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just an absolutely ridiculous movie. Uh, Benicio del Toro is fucking wild in this movie, talking about the um, endochrome, whatever it is, the the the, <laughs> the stuff that's that's um, extracted from the pituitary gland of of a dead person. Um, he's Satan at one point. <laughs> yeah, he's Satan at one point. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just. Um, it's just it's it, you know it's up there it's got to be his top five performances like just 
you know, the way, and also the way that he, because thing, when he was doing, when he did this movie, uh, he, you know, he was, he was heartthrob. Uh, like this came out in like 94, 95, I think. Like yeah, he was like, I think in, that, in the, he kind of went out on the limb doing something like this. He went out on the limb. You know, I don't know that he actually like shaved his head. He probably wore like a bald cap, but maybe he did, you know? And and he had a gut like like he 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 totally like went away from his image, which was like a a big thing that they talked about when this movie came out. Um. So, uh, it's a, this is another movie where I feel like if you haven't seen this, why are you listening to us talk about it right now? Um, the sheer aspect of the performance and how unique it was, and how uh, he much how much he had to do to like prepare for it in real life. Like in a fucked up kind of way, and the uniqueness in my mind makes it um, very much deserve to be on the list, and even in a high spot. I had it lower, but I am very much fine with it being in a high spot. Yeah, yeah I actually I'm, just took a. Uh, I also actually just took a civil wild turkey in its honor. Well done. Mm. I'm glad this didn't fall off the list. Uh, yeah, that's kind of why I'm putting it on performance. Yeah. Um. I don't Benicio del Toro. I don't know if you said it. He, he plays Gonzo in the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, also a great role. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, a it's wild hilarious. look into Hunter S. Thompson's life. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, did you ever watch? Did you ever watch Where the Buffalo Roam? The yes. Bill Murray version. We discovered that movie together. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I'm pretty sure at Davis's house, like at like four yeah. in the morning. Yeah, and I also love that movie too. I don't think Peter, it's quite Peter uh, Boyle. I don't think Peter. Bo- yeah, it's not. It, it's not. It's a much more serious. Not serious, but it's not trippy. Yeah, like he's oh, taking the drugs. Love. I love Peter Boyle. Yeah, Peter Boyle as Gonzo is fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> I love they're in court. He's like hit him with the Fifth Amendment laws. He's like that doesn't apply here. <laughs> um. Uh, I need yeah. to revisit that. Are we uh, moving on? Okay, we're at three. Right. Yeah, we're down to number three. Um, Once again, I feel like I might, I might get daggers. I don't know. Oh, this is Vinny's last pick. Uh, we're going back to 1996. Oh my, Romeo and Juliet, or I should call it William Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet. Full title. Uh, yeah, starring Leonardo DiCaprio. I like to say it stars John Leguizamo, personally. Oh, uh, boy. Crickets? Oh, Vinny. We got no. Know, I know Vinny? <laughs> Listen. It's, I mean, Dude. whatever. Really? Do it, Pete. Oh, I'm not going to waste it here. A modern... A modern take on Romeo and Juliet put into some weird European time 1990s it's Venice California it seems very European (laughs) well because they're speaking in old English Uh, but a whole different take on it maybe it's nostalgia for me because I saw this as a teen and didn't really give a shit about Shakespeare and then I saw this and, oh, in the same year. And I was like, oh, I'm into Shakespeare. 
Um, <laughs> but Leo's performance, I think, is over the top and awesome. But what put him, for sure, put him on the map and the trajectory that he was going to take to become Leo. Uh, the relationship with Claire Danes is awesome. Um, the supporting cast around him that Jeff just mentioned, uh, uh, John, um, the fuck's his like name? Like Wazama. thank you. Um, is awesome. And it's a totally unique take on a classic that there's another one where I don't think anyone else, this form this form of, of Romeo, I don't think anyone else could have done other than Leo. It was number three on my set list, so I'm happy I was able to put it as number three here. And I and looking at my list and my discards, I don't. I'm not even because I, I have the other two actors in the other top three roles. So I wish I knew what Sean was going to pick. I'm completely fine with this. I think it's an iconic role, and it started his powerhouse career in a great way. Uh, I have seen this. I've seen this movie, but I don't really remember a whole lot about it. Watch it again. So it blew me away as a teen, and then I've seen it as an adult, and I had a whole other appreciation for it. Like, give it a watch. It it is powerful. Uh, especially with the way they just modernize everything and um, I, don't even know, I don't even know how to describe it. it it's, a, it's, it's such a unique take that it's something else and something that even if I haven't watched it for a long time, like I won't forget. It's great stuff. The opening battle when um, he does like the the dad uh, get my long sword and it's an M sixteen hanging in the limo. I mean, come on, that's awesome. Yeah, man. <laughs> I like John like Masama. Anyway, moving along, number two. He smokes those cool cigarillos. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> then he gets killed. Mm-hmm. Anywho. Uh, number two, Sean's final pick. Uh, this might have been my number one if I had to choose. Seven. Oh. Hmm. So, hmm. this puts the onus on Pete to decide the winner, because this evens it out. Oh, Everybody's really? has got four. It does. I think I had this at two. I think this movie's fucking awesome. Um, David Fincher classic. What's in the box? That's why it didn't make my list. The, the what's in the box scene? I hate this performance out of Brad Pitt. I hate it. What? And I, I love I love what? this movie. I love everything, every other character and actor. Every single thing about this movie, I hate the Brad Pitt performance. Dude, it's so good. He's a jaded street cop who just got promoted to detective. I know, I, I've seen the movie. Ugh. so I, I love it. I've seen it so many times. But I hate that freakout scene so much. 
Why? It's so I, good. It's, he goes through all the emotions just in his eyes. I don't like it. Oh, when he's trying, when he's thinking about whether or not he should shoot him, you feel that man. He you goes through it. the what do they call it? Like the four, shot, the four stages of grief or whatever, all in like thirty seconds. It's nuts. You're silly. Uh, You're silly, man. Yeah, uh, this is an un, this is a, uh, I think it's a great performance. I think this is an awesome movie from Brad Pitt. Uh, you know, great cast again. Uh, Morgan Freeman, uh, Kevin Spacey is the the psychopath killer. Brad Pitt. Kevin uh, Spacey wins. Well, not really gets yeah. shot in the head. He's also dead. Yeah, I mean he wins. Um, yeah, he uses the seven deadly sins as, you know, justification or reasons for his killings. And, you know, it's a, it's a great ride watching Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman as, you know, the detectives trying to figure this out. And Mentor, mentee. Kevin Spacey just, just toying with them. <clears throat> well, the glutton kill. I think I'm going to use my money in the bank. What? what? On number two on seven? Really? Yeah. I'm sh- shocked. Are Get we gonna, out of there. Wait, so you're running down the ramp? Is this like a fake out? Just so me and Sean like stumble and... No. I can pin him? <laughs> no, well, Pete's, got two, Pete's got two movies he wants, one and two. Ah. All right. Are you, are you really cashing it in? Or are you thinking about it still? I am. I mean, I'll ring Cash the bell. In, oh, damn. It Bring it. Because like you said, I, I feel like I, I, we should go clean into October. Okay. Give it up. Give it up the opportunity for someone else to claim it. Okay. I mean, I don't need to announce it. If you, if you want to. Oh, I, I thought you were going to ring the bell. <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't have oh, a bell. I, t- I texted it. I texted it. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so Money in the Bank is cashed wow. in on the number two pick. Seven erased from the list. Gone from history is seven into the most overrated movie of all time. <gasps> oh, no. Titanic. Ah. Uh, mm. Mm. Sorry. I'm sorry. I knew it would be unpopular. You're breaking hearts here. Well, no, Pete, you go first. I... Right. Well, I mean, what, what can be said about Titanic? Yeah, there's just a whole lot of nothing going on. No, no, no. That is false. It is, it is in no way overrated. That, that, woman, here... that woman's a liar, first of all. Let's start there. <laughs> he totally would have fit on the door. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Ruined. He totally could have fit on the door. They did. They tried one position. Um, but hey, man, you know I'm sitting here on the grandest ship in the world. I got air in my lungs, a few blank pieces of paper. What else can you ask for? Winning that to make card it game. Count. To make Winning it that count. card game. Yeah, won that card game. Got to bang. Uh... Kate Winslet. <laughs> Kate Winslet showed me some Pain of my enemy. first on sc- some of my first on screen titties, unless you count Judith Myers. <laughs> I was why like, wouldn't you pretty, count that? Yeah. Pretty hazy. No, nah, they're just like orange. The, and... These are the most 
like, like out there like you get yeah the i remember for, like i was like oh vhs tape my, one of that two my, vhs tape. i was tape. brought there by my parents i'm like am i supposed to be looking at this um i gotta no, I, I, I fucking love this movie i'm sorry i i love this movie to this day my only gripe with this being a actor's list leo versus depp versus pitt is although i liked leo's performance in the role i think 10 other dudes could have done the same thing it's why it's a number two bro yeah but <laughs> i i just think anyone could have done this role he does it well well they so tried other have... people they tried other people he got it. Do you really fact, think I they think tried Brad, other people? In fact, I think Brad Pitt. I think Brad Pitt tried out for this movie and didn't get it. I thought he had another project and he backed out. I don't know. Whatever. But yeah, I mean, this movie is a powerhouse. I'll, uh, I'll give you this movie. So it and it wouldn't even need to be two VHS tapes. You get to. It's, it's three. you get to uh draw me like draw me like your french girls we cut back to present day and bill paxton just kicks her off the fucking boat like you're a liar (laughs) the end uh old lady kate winslet brutal throwing a liar throwing the diamond in the sea have you ever seen the alternate ending Is that the one where Bill Paxton kicks her off the boat? Because that, that's Bill, a much No, but ending. Bill Paxton sees that she's about to throw the diamond. He's like, no! And then he's like, just let me hold it. And he, she lets him hold it, but then she still throws it out. Oh, that's lame. Um, <laughs> that's, that's even lamer than the real ending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he lets him hold it. Like, Why didn't he just overpower her? Yeah, like, I'm she's a hundred. <laughs> Kick her in the old cooter. Oh, the worst. <laughs> um, worst. I like this movie a lot. And uh, this is a James Cameron epic. Epic. Unfortunately, <laughs> and I'm not like I'm not like tossing blame. I'm just saying because my number one was picked earlier in the list. I have to I have to defiantly make Leo the winner of this list. I think that's appropriate. Oh, you got one more pick. And uh, I think it's I think it's clear what. I mean, this this is probably my like. Yeah, we'll we'll see how you guys feel about it. Mm, no, I already know. I already know what it is. You do? You do? I think so. I think I do, but I don't agree with it being number one. Oh, well. Well, here it is, the number one Leo pick. Catch me if you can. Oh no, I did not have that at number yeah. one. I thought it was gonna be Django. I thought sure. it was. Gonna, I thought it was gonna be this. Uh, uh, it couldn't be. It couldn't be Django. Why? No, I thought you were gonna put Gangs of New York. Oh, no, no. he's not. He's not. He's not nearly the star of that movie. Well, he's he isn't. So he isn't the star of Django either. That's why I had Django at what, twelve. Just because. No, well, that's he, why. That's that's why Django didn't even make my list. He Django should be number one because he's not the star of that movie yet. He's the best part of he it. He just dominates the shit out. Yeah. Of it. Um. All right. Well, catch me if you can. I'm down. It was not my number four. That's a great movie. Isn't, Tom, isn't Tom Hanks in it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a sucker for Tom Hanks. Oh, Sorry. I'm not wrong with that. I like Tom Hanks myself. Um, you know, this was like his. This was like his first like big, uh, 
real acting role post uh, Titanic, like where people like saw that he had more than just um, pretty face. He had, he had chops. He, he, had the, chop. he had the acting chops. He definitely had the chops, and he's like the bad guy you root for. Yeah, yeah, he, he really is. Uh, you don't want him to get caught, of course. You get his a, another movie, like I mentioned with uh, Blow, of the dynamic with the dad that doesn't want to believe that the kid's doing any wrong, and it's walking. Two mice fell into a bucket of cream. You're walking? One mouse. One mouse. <laughs> drowned. The other mouse turned that cream into butter and walked out. <laughs> It's a great scene. Love it. Love it. Uh, it's another rise and fall. Yeah. Yeah. But, it's, way. but again, it's not nearly, uh, you know, it's positive. He works for, you know, he ends up working for the cops. Uh, but in, you know, in a depressing way, you know, he says to Tom Hanks, he's like, so how long do I have to do this? He's like, every day, hmm. you know, for the next for the rest of your life you have to for the next wake forever. up and he's like he's like you, you you get your freedom but you have to you have to work for us until we tell you you're done you know sucks uh so not as depressing as blow and not as depressing as wolf of wall street or, or less depressing than wolf of wall street wolf of wall street you know the guy's still rich mm-hmm. he's he's got a so in, in fact that movie just made him more popular because that's such a bro movie Oh, yeah. like oh my god the bros love, love the, that the, movie. the real the real jordan belfort is like a bro hero yeah yeah very much so didn't make my and list all, because of that reason and all that movie did was make me angry that i never got to do quaaludes <laughs> i mean you still can there's just, you, there's just where? much better How? stuff now i don't think you can find them anywhere right, but there's much better stuff now is there I, I always wanted to do awesome. right, There was another movie that glorified Quaaludes. And I was like, damn it, I'm never going to be able to experience Here in this MDMA is pretty sweet. Oh, well, yeah. Also, uh, I'm just going to throw it out there. If anyone would like to guide me through a mushroom trip, uh, I will... <laughs> no, we can do a mushroom trip. We'll be fine. No, I don't want to do a mushroom trip with you. You'll probably start yelling at me or something. It's fine. Last time I did Dude, we did acid together. See, see that? See, he's yelling at me now. We did We're not even doing anything, we, and he's yelling at me. We did acid together. We can definitely do mushrooms together. No problem. I ate a styrofoam cup. Yeah, mushrooms night. is much more mellow. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, but it, I don't want to end up, like, fighting an eagle or anything weird. Dude, we nah, did. you don't see you don't see things like that. All right. Yeah, it, well, it, I want it, it to be positive. Unless you it's take, very unless much, you take, it's like, very much body. Maybe if you ate like a quarter. I just want to be. A, I want to have a positive trip. It's very, um, it's very body. We have, we have a great time. I want to do something a little different tonight because these three, it, it could go on forever. So after I do the rundown and you guys get into um, discards, discards, you're gonna get. Each of you can have. Two movies for each actor you can bring up, and that's for it. Discards? That's it. You don't got to talk about them in depth, but you should just say two. We each get two movies. Um, no, two it's, it's not fair. two movies per. I was gonna say two per actor. Um, we don't got to get crazy about. Yeah, it. I mean, we don't really have to. I've got. I, I was just gonna run them down. Yeah, I mean, let me. Uh, it's actually, exactly what I have left. Okay, so I'll run the list down. Uh, and by the way, Leo did win uh, because of Pete. So the money in the bank actually served a purpose. He wanted Leo to win, and Leo won. So 
I actually did. I didn't necessarily want Leo to win. I, I, just I to agree. Have... I agree with Leo win. I don't. I, wanted, uh, I was. I wanted Brad. I was going for Brad. Same. I'm a, I'm a bit man. You know, can I can I start? Off? Well, no. You you want to run down the yeah, list? Yeah, run down the list. Yeah, run run down the list. So at thirteen. Vinny started us off. He had back-to-backs, 13 and 12. 13, Sleepy Hollow, Johnny Depp. Number 12, the assassination of Jesse James, Brad Pitt. Questionable pick. Number 11 was Sean Shutter Island. That's another Leo. Back to, uh, or not, not not back to, to Pete at number 10. We had the curious case of Benjamin Button, which to me is kind of an odd pick. Uh, Brad Pitt. Number 9, Blood Diamond, Leo. Number 8, Legend of the Fall, Pitt. Number seven, From Hell, Johnny Depp. Now, this is where I would have said it's Sleepy Hollow or Legend of the Fall. One of the two. Whatever. Or, uh, From Hell. I'm a mess. Six, Blow, Johnny Depp. Five, The Departed, Leo. Four, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, Depp. Three, Romeo and Juliet. That's Leo. Then it gets wild, right? Because then Sean is like, let me get this Brad Pitt back in the game. Seven, great movie. But Pete just comes in, craps on all our dreams, and throws in like Titanic. an iceberg. That's right, like an iceberg. <laughs> yeah, we, we right. did a big old Pete, iceberg. You didn't right crap there. on my dreams. I was I was in on that crap. And then number one, catch me if you can, Leo. That one was weird. So Leo wins it. I just the wanted... only other Leo movie I would have put at number one is like The Revenant. I've like... never seen The Revenant. That's with Tom yeah, Hardy, also... right? Yeah, yeah. No, I've not seen that. Um, my one, I also haven't watched it. If I could flip one that's not Titanic, I'd actually pull Legend of the Fall and put Meet Joe Black. That would be my one hmm. mulligan, my my money in the bank, if you will. I I, I don't I, see. I wouldn't have used my money in the bank as low as either of these two picks, but I would have removed the assassination of Jesse James and Shutter Island. I'm not a fan of Shutter Island. But not, that's a, not a fan of Shutter Island. Hmm. I only saw it once and I was like, what the hell is going on? All right. So let's uh, do... That one needs a rewatch. You appreciate it more yeah. after watching it. So let's do it once. this way. I'm going to start with Johnny Depp and then we'll go around the table and you can pick two movies. Only two. Huh? Only two for the discards. Right. So we'll start with I'm Pete. Gonna, yeah. I'm, I'm going to throw one out there. Donnie Brasco. Mm. I hate that movie. Okay. And Why? I think that is a... Um, when you were talking about... The anxiety of being undercover with Leo and all that. Donnie Brasco was a poor attempt at that. Oh, man. Not when was the last time you tried to watch it? It's been a while. It's a fantastic movie. Maybe right. I'll try giving it a rewatch. Uh, and plus, you get uh, uh, what's his name, Pacino. I mean, I, I'm always down for Pacino, but I did not like that movie. And I, I did, I did see it more than once, but much younger. Oh, you got another one, Pete, for Johnny Depp? Uh, no. Okay, Sean, how about you? Mm, Smash, although I don't think it's Brad Pitt's. I don't know if it's really a Brad Pitt movie. We're talking about Johnny Depp right now. Oh, you want me to throw Johnny Depp movies out? Yeah. Uh, Ed Wood. Mm, I, I like that. Okay. And what else I got for Johnny Depp? 
Mm. You don't need to pick two. Just well, I talked about Rango before. That's one that's been on okay. my list that I hear is a really good film, but I haven't, I haven't watched it. Vinny, uh, I'm surprised I'm the first to mention it, especially this far down in discards. But Pirates of the Caribbean: Curse of the Black Pearl. That is oh, it, I, a highly yeah, entertaining movie, and Jack Sparrow. As much as it went off the rails and became kind of a shit show, I mean, in that first one, like that was an iconic character and first really two. well done. First, yeah, first, first two, two even. To be uh, honest, like if, decent if, movies, but yeah. If the first one had made this list, I wouldn't have been mad about it. Yeah, it would have had to be low for me though. Yeah, it would have been low. But... Agreed. And then if I were to give a second, uh, this one is just a childhood near and dear to my heart. Once upon a time in Mexico. Uh, Love that movie. I, I did, Love his performance. I did have that on the consideration, but like, it's definitely not a Johnny Depp movie. So I'm surprised here that nobody went for the twofer. What's eating Gilbert Grape? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying it would have been a twofer. Yeah, it would have been twofer. It would have been a twofer. It would have blew the whole list apart. <laughs> um, all right, so I'm good with that. I mean, I'm not the biggest Johnny Depp fan. I think when he's good, he's good, and when he's not, he's not. Um, Surprisingly, I I actually enjoyed the Lone Ranger movie. I don't I don't know why, but I do. I couldn't dig it. Yeah, uh, I think it's the over the topness of it that just gets me. <clears throat> uh, all right, so go ahead, Pete, with your Brad Pitt. Oh, um, so Sean started talking about Snatch. Yeah, Snatch is definitely one. It, it, that's uh, that's a weird one too because it's like an an ensemble. But... Yeah, it's definitely more of a um, what's his name movie. The uh... The bald guy. Oh, Jason but Statham. It, Jason Statham, but yeah, it's definitely an ensemble. Um, so yeah, that's what that's one that I had on my list, but I would have, I would have put it in uh, somewhere around the assassination of Jesse James. Um, and then the other one is Interview with a Vampire. Mm. How about you, Sean? Uh, I mean, Fight Club. We that's that's what I was just about. thinking myself. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm which, surprised that didn't I mean, make it. Yeah, I think we probably all avoided that because it's, you know, the powerhouse of the movie that it is. Mm. Um, but also, Inglorious Bastards. Oh my God, you're reading was, my mind. Yeah, they're the two I would have said uh, as well. But that was my number one. Another, yeah, that's a little ensemble-y, uh, even though it's, it's a also one of my pick. least favorite Tarantino movies. Really? God, I love that yeah. movie. I really love that movie. And Brad Pitt's role in that was just Oh, I love else. him. He he movie. just like, dude, he's he, so good. He stole like so it's an ensemble, but he just stole the show and commanded yeah, the screen whenever he was on there. <laughs> and that ending with the way he wraps it up, like and how much you you hate that villain and he just takes care of business, it was so satisfying. I love him in that movie. Clear cut number one for me. Alright, well now it's your turn then. Um, with that being said, I would go, <laughs> ah, I almost drafted this bottom list, but I knew I would get daggers. Troy, <laughs> as Achilles, no, you know, if anyone's going to be Achilles, it's Brad Pitt. And that one is a fun watch. I wouldn't have, I certainly over assassination of Jesse James. Not, not that far, but oh. taking out. I like Troy. Wait no, not Orlando Bloom. Who was um? Yeah, yeah. He yeah. plays Paris. Oh no, but he doesn't take him out. Uh, who's um? Who does he have the battle with? Uh, Hector. Yeah. Eric plays... Banya. 
Yes, Eric I remember. Bannon, yeah. Uh, great cast. Um, really, I think that's a really fun take on the myth and legend of Achilles. And then another one that I would have liked to sneak at the bottom, but I would never dream of with this crowd is Killing Him Softly. I love him in that movie, and I love that movie as a whole. It's a very different uh, Brad Pitt. You know, you know I, uh, I like that movie. I just haven't seen it more than – I guess I've seen it twice. Um, it's like gritty, yeah, that's, that's another don't one give a shit. Like, it's another Brad one where Pitt. it's like it's got to be bottom of the list because he's not like the star. Yeah. But like so different than anything we've seen him in. It's like he is just complete – Grit, and I don't give a shit, Brad Pitt, and I'm gonna do my job and take out whoever I have to to get this done. Yeah, and catch these Gandolfini, guys. Gandolfini in that movie yep. too, ripping martinis. <laughs> uh, ben, some... ben Mendelsohn, uh, start the start of his rise as playing a sleazeball. Oh, oh my god, he's the like you. Feel, he's disgusting. In you that can movie. smell him. You can feel the sweat on him. It's gross. Oh. Uh, it, him and A Place Beyond the Pine, or that movie and A Place Beyond the Pines, some of the finest Ben Mendelsohn work. Yeah. All right, so that leaves us with the winner, Leo. Pete. Um, Gangs of New York, I I would have put low low on the list, but it's really it's the it's a it's all about the butcher. In that movie. True. Uh, so I so if I was putting that in, I would have put it uh mid to low, and then the revenant, uh, uh, it's it's funny because you know, and I think this kind of happens with a lot of actors that they don't end up winning for the roles that they deserve to win the most for, but then they end up winning for a role that they like sacrifice the most for or whatever yeah that's kind of my you know? beef with the revenant um but i get and i i don't get me wrong like i really i enjoy the movie but it's like fucking three hours long and uh you know it's a lot to watch uh it's good and like he just you know, gets the shit a... kicked out of him for three hours <laughs> yeah yeah so like so like he should have won for probably aviator or you know, uh, he probably should have got probably, best supporting for The Departed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, there's plenty of other movies he should have won for, but uh, what, regardless, that doesn't matter. We're not. This isn't an Oscar podcast. Not so. yet. <laughs> um, and then yeah, so and I can't really think of. Uh, I actually really look. Don't look up. But you know, that's just yeah. like another ensemble. That was another one. Yeah, don't look up was fun. I don't know why that one got so much heat. I I enjoyed that and I enjoyed his performance. I think because people thought that it was I think people thought that it was gonna be a serious movie. People weren't ready for it to be like straight black comedy, and I yeah. think that people also don't know what black comedy is. Exactly, yeah. that's true. Alright, Sean, you got two? Yeah, well, Pete, uh Gia told me to tell you that you're dead to her because she hates Catch Me If You Can. What? What? How do you hate that movie? She's very, she's, How can you she's hate very a movie unhappy. with Tom Hanks? She's, she's very unhappy that what? it's blamed it on the What movie. is there to hate Especially about that Especially at number one. I don't know. Gia loves to hold a grudge. She probably... Jesus. I don't know. Has some reason why she hates Catch Me If You Can. But so she she get, tell you. Did she get, like, food poisoning the, the night she saw yeah, it or something? Yeah, maybe that's... She had the shits. She was watching Catch Me If You Can. And... <laughs> 
Uh, let's see. I was going to mention the Aviator that Pete just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good movie. Uh, yeah, his the Howard Howard Hughes film, and uh, one I loved when I was younger, uh, the Man in the Iron Mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It was a it was a good Leo movie. Okay. Um, I really wanted to make the list, but the only reason I didn't. Uh, it was on my list, but I didn't throw it up while we were while we were doing the episode. Uh, we mentioned it, Django. Uh, he was only in it for what the last quarter of the movie, I guess. Uh, yeah, he pops up throughout, yeah. But it's one of the most fun performances he has. Um, it, it, he's wild in this movie, and I, I forget who the actor was. I saw. I saw the interview recently. It might have not, not have been recent, but like just saying how ballsy he was, and like they went through his filmography and like all the stunts he's done and uh, places he's filmed, and they're just talking about how many times he dropped the n bomb, but then like did it like fearlessly and right next to Samuel L. Jackson with no with no fear uh, makes him like the bravest actor. It was it was a well, I, I... funny interview. I heard that he was really uncomfortable saying it. I could imagine. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Especially Um, dropping it like to to, uh, Jamie Foxx's face with Samuel L. standing at his shoulder. Like that's that's some awkward stuff. Um, And saying it so like hatefully. Even more so. Even more so. How does Quentin Tarantino still get away with fucking writing the dialogue? (laughs) Jesus Christ, I don't even know. Yeah. Um, And then another uh, one I I wanted to mention from my chat. Sorry, Pete. Go ahead. No, 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 no. So you go. Uh, from my childhood and young Leo, the Western, the Quick and the Dead, with mm, um, Gene Hackman, Gene Hackman, Russell Crowe, Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone. I, I thought you were a. Uh, weren't you a Basketball Diaries fan, Vinny? I do like Basketball. I was going to ask about that, but not a, not a fan. That one, I was like horrified, but also loved the book at the same time so much. I mean, the, the the movie was pretty true to it, but the book was just was just. I mean, it, it messed me up for a while as a kid. Uh, bad news, everybody! I forgot to plug the computer in, and it is about to die. <laughs> All right, oh, no. we better wrap it up here. I'll see you guys. Yeah, uh, good list though. Yeah. yeah no, I I enjoyed it. Um, another list. I, th- I think it was pretty peaceful. Yeah, I think so. I, I, yeah. I'm I just shocked that nobody brought the twofer to the table. And I think uh, Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Yeah. Or not, not uh, Mexico, Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah, another twofer. Another twofer. Mm. Both equally. Mm. Well, I, I give Leo the edge on that one. Yeah, I've never, I still haven't seen it. So. Oh, you gotta see it. Yeah. I tried to do the ending. I tried oh, to avoid the more, the large ensemble movies I tried to avoid. You gotta see that one. I don't, the end is just bonkers. I don't want to get hate on here, but I don't remotely get the hype on that movie really i like Like, to watch it it's fine it's good but it's like people are like it's his it's his masterwork i'm like no it's not it's not fucking kill bill kill bill is his masterwork it's not it's it's 100 percent is not his masterwork and i think for both these actors it's justifiable i didn't even make the list okay i still enjoy it though all right i gotta watch it still so if it didn't have the end it wouldn't even be that great of a movie Fair. That, that also might be fair because I love. I mean, he brought. Then he keeps bringing up the, the end. The end is so. amazing. Though. The end is amazing. All right. Well, that was our first ever watch this or die triple threat death match. I think it went pretty well, and Leo I came out it, the victor. I'm, I'm still surprised 
the money in the bank came out at the number two pick for yeah. seven. Yeah. Strong move by Pete. I was rooting for Pitt, but Leo takes it, and I ain't mad. I ain't mad, as long as it wasn't that, that hack Johnny Depp. That... I knew Depp that wasn't going to take <laughs> no. it. Nobody said anything about Chocolat? <laughs> uh, I, I don't, I've never even seen it. I just I had to watch that in school, and I, yeah. I didn't mind it watching it in class. You know what? I'll tell you the head. She puts a little cayenne pepper in her chocolate. That's uh, the whole thing. Uh, uh. Oh, and Nightmare on, <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street? Come on. Well, he can't I, make it I'm from that. I'm kidding. That would be like Brad Pitt for cutting on. class. <laughs> All right. Well, like I said, the computer's at like ten percent. So. Oh, also, uh, Brad Pitt in True Romance. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Or we Dalman should do a Louise. list. Which I didn't do, realize. We, um, do, uh, we, do, we should do a list where we just do like five minute roles. Yeah, movies people just happen to be in. I didn't realize <laughs> California was after True Romance, which is pretty. Or I mean, uh, before thought, True Romance. Okay. I thought is, you'd bring up California. I do love California. Never Skinner. been. Skinner. Never been. Have you ever seen that movie? Nah. Oh, dude, you would love that movie. Okay. All right, I'm, I'm gonna wrap it up because we are watch any we are losing. I, I will after Halloween, and I do eight thousand other movies. Um, as always, we're the Killer Prod crew. Love, peace, and chicken grease. We are out of here. We'll see you next week, and we're out.